Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. And when I say in-depth, I'm talking deep. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. Here's a question. Did you know an all-bond portfolio can earn up to 6.88% yield? As interest rates plateau and eventually begin to drop, Betterment is offering the BlackRock Target Income Portfolio, a 100% bond portfolio that can be a smart alternative to cash. Here's a couple more reasons why you may want to consider BlackRock Target Income Portfolio. First, it has four different yield targets to choose from based on your preferred level of risk. Second, it's built by BlackRock, one of the world's leading asset managers. And third, while it's still an investing product, it's generally less risky than stocks alone. But did you really hear anything after up to 6.88% yield? Betterment, the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Learn more at betterment.com slash bonds. As of 41924 for the aggressive target income portfolio, blended 30-day SEC yield is the weighted average of 30-day SEC yields standardized calculation for each ETF in the portfolio, net of fees 0.25%. Yield does not performance. Investment returns may vary. Investing involves risk, including loss of principal. Betterment, not BlackRock, is responsible for its advisory relationships with clients. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Saturday, June 25th, and we are here answering your financial questions. Yes, even on the first summer weekend, we are doing that. We are doing that every single day. If you have a question and you need to get in touch with us, all you have to do is hop onto the website, jillonmoney.com. Click the contact us button. Let us know if you would be willing to come on the air, because if you are willing, Mark does everything else. And it's so much more fun. It's just much more, it's just a more enriching experience for the listeners, for you, because we can hear about your lives and I don't know. It's just, it's really cool. And we, we do appreciate it. We know it's, we're asking a lot by having you divulge all of your, your inner dark, deep financial secrets, but we're here for you and you can always change your name. So don't worry about it. All right. So today we are going to chat with Rod. Hey Rod, how can we help you out? 68 years old, retired, um, trying to decide whether to pay off my house or not. And, okay. you know, I could tell you all the details or you can just ask me, but... Uh, you give me, me start, give me some details. Are you married? Yes, I'm married. My wife is uh, retired also. Uh-huh. Um, the mortgage is one hundred eight nine hundred. Uh, 900 mm-hmm. um, It's worth about 300000 Got a 3.25 uh, interest rate. Did you refinance that within the last few years? I did with the VA. Okay. Oh, great. All right. You guys are both retired. Are you uh, Are you living on your investment or your pension and Social Security? What combination? That's the good news. We are not living on any of our savings, uh, just uh, our pensions and Social Security. And that completely covers your needs, right? It does. Okay. 
Do you have other investments like 401k or 403b or IRAs, stuff that, that you had used for, did you have like a little nest egg? Well, let me tell you what I got. Uh, my wife has $9,000 in a 401. We have $43,000 in a retirement uh, mutual fund, and we got 171000 in savings. You know, I could save, I could pay off the house and have about a $100,000, but this is, there was something that happened. We had some very uh, serious, like a lot of people, health problems earlier uh, in uh, 2000, and it, which really took down most of our savings and mm. ran up some debt. We've mm. got all that paid off, and we've we've got our savings back to what I just told you. Uh, so it just just scares me a little bit. But if something happened to me, even if I paid off the house, I don't think my wife would stay here more than a year, so she could. Um, she could sell the house and then have that money. If, if something happens to me, my wife is going to have about $4,000 a month. Mm-hmm. And I keep thinking about with that money in savings, you know, she could draw out an extra 1000 or $1,200 a month or something like that. So it, it's just whether to invest it, whether to pay off the house, uh, that that's my question. Okay. First of all, it's a great question. It sounds like you you guys have done a very good job. I, it's, I'm sorry you had a, a, a health issue. That can really sap a lot of your retirement savings. I think people actually very much underestimate that. So I'm sorry you had to go through it yourselves. Now, the calculation about paying off your house in my mind, goes something like this. On one hand, you say, I've got all this money in savings and it's getting bupkis in interest, right? So why not take, you know, $108,900 out of savings, pay off the note. I've got then, essentially, it's as if I'm making three and a quarter percent on that money. As a straight up calculation, that makes sense. Here's your big but. The big but is that, number one, you do have a very low interest rate. You know, could you earn more than three and a quarter percent over the longer term with that money? That is one question to consider. I think there's a bigger issue for you guys. And that is when you pay off a mortgage, do you know what happens? You take a liquid asset and you convert it into an illiquid asset. And you mentioned, and this really, you know, struck me, and you said, hey, I had to plow through a lot of my retirement savings because of an illness. Imagine if that money were tied up in your house. And then also imagine that maybe the value of your house has gone down for some reason. And That's also, why I haven't done it. Right. And so while the instinct might be, oh, my God, I just want to get this paid off, a lot of people have that feeling, I say don't do it. I think you are far better off saying, let's keep some of that money in in savings, okay? You know, some amount of money that makes you guys feel comfortable. I don't know what that is for you. Is it 30 grand? You know, some, some amount that's just safe. And for the rest of the money, I don't think it's a big problem for you to say, be in, you know, an index fund, you know, 50% stock, 50% bond or something like that. I think that's just fine. And, and in that way, what you're doing is you're preserving your liquidity. You're getting a little upside. And as you said, you don't have to dip into this account for a while. I like the idea of putting it some of it to work, leaving the mortgage alone And as you said, if something, God forbid, were to happen to you, the other part of this is that your wife would probably move, in which case paying off the mortgage really doesn't make a lot of sense. Doesn't make it, you know, you don't have to worry about that. She'll sell the house and get the equity. So 
I think your original plan is actually a good plan. Just don't dive too hard into the risky stuff. Can you do that? Well, I'm certainly uh, not an expert. I would say I'm an intermediate financial wizard kind of thing. Okay. It is the bond stock index fund that I am seriously considering besides the retirement mutual fund that I'm already in. Okay. And and are you going to do it yourself or do you have some broker that's going to do it for you? Well, I was going to do it myself. Good. Perfect. That's what I, I, that's what I was going to encourage you to do. I was going to give you a big thumbs up on that. I think that for you, this is your, your, your feeling is the right feeling and keep the expenses low. Hang on to that mortgage and um, just make sure. Talk to your wife also because she may have a feeling of like, you know, honey, I'd like to keep a little bit more in savings. You know what I mean? So just have the conversation between the two of you just so you're on the same page. But uh, I think that makes that makes perfect sense. So go forth, hang on to that beautiful three and a quarter percent mortgage. How many years left on that mortgage? Oh, good gracious. Uh, probably 27. I just did the 30 in case I decide to pay it off sometime. But, you know, when I tell people my house payment is 491 a month, they, yeah. <laughs> their mouth drops open. Well, that's it's right. You know, and, and by the way, you still have income. And so you actually can claim that interest deduction against your income. People have pensions. You know, there's there's still tax liability. So I think you're in great shape. So um, I wish you the very best of luck. Okay, if you have a financial question, if you are thinking about a retirement issue, if you've got a tax issue, if it's college funding, whatever it is, we'd love to assist you in your process. All you have to do is go to jillonmoney.com, hit the contact us button, and we'll get your note. And while you're on the website, don't forget to sign up for the free weekly newsletter. We would really appreciate if you were to do that. And you can subscribe to our sister broadcast called Eye on Money and check out all the other stuff that's there. You know, on TV, uh, got the resources section, got a blog, anything you want right there for you, all at jillonmoney.com. All right. We thank you so much for listening. Do something nice for someone else today. Grit, growth, grace. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Do you know a high schooler who is a natural leader and loves to give back to their community? The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Student Visionaries of the Year program might be the perfect opportunity forming strong teams to support them. Student Visionaries of the Year candidates fundraise for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. This seven-week philanthropic leadership development program helps students gain valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship. Not to mention, it looks great on college applications. But most importantly, it's a chance for students to engage in meaningful work within their community and make a real impact on the lives of blood cancer patients and their families. Learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or nominate a student at lls.org students. That's lls.org students.